Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wills Wienerker. Wills, just the two of us this week, but it is your favorite time of the year. Is it not your favorite time of the year? You don't love March Madness more than your family, like I do? I enjoy March Madness. It's not my favorite time of the year. It's a bad take. Like, uh, I, the first day, Thursday, you sit in. It's really, the first four games will tell you how the tournament's going to go. Because a couple times recently they've sort of been duds and you're like all right it's not gonna be so exciting but if one of those first games like goes to overtime or you get a buzzer beater you know you're in for like uh, a special march well my beloved minnesota gophers are kicking off this tournament this year so which is very inconvenient by the way it's a jewish holiday on thursday right yeah and that's it so the game's at twelve fifteen, which is very annoying because you know i gotta be dealing with my kids and stuff on th- oh, on Thursday because it's a Jewish holiday, you mean? Yeah. It's tricky because it is a Jewish holiday. It's not like a can't-watch-TV Jewish holiday, but it is an extremely... It's my busy. It's like the busiest day of the year. Like, you're going for... You know, you, your kids want to bring... It's like... Think, you know, people don't know what it is. It's like... Picture like Halloween. It's Jewish Halloween. Plus yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Like, and, ju- and just like, like Halloween, by the way, Rona. it's a totally opposite... Well, it's a totally opposite holiday when you have kids and when you don't have kids. Right. Well, when you don't have kids, it's just you meet up with your friends and you drink and you have like a like yeah. all day lunch, basically, to describe it. Whereas if you have kids like especially if you have older kids, your kids going to want to go to every single kid in their class and bring them uh, um, candy. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Which is, you know, that takes all morning. There's so much going is on. Is your wife into the themed Mishloach um, Manot, uh, as we call the... Uh, so the only difference between this and Halloween is instead of going house to house and taking candy, you go house to house and give you it. You bring basically. it, right. You don't stay home. Yeah. You, you bring it to people. Yes, each kid yeah. has a... Th- not not so... Like, we're not super fancy, but each kid has a... Like, uh, if my son's a dog, like, he's giving out, like, part of his thing will be, like, dog bone cookies or, or something oh, like I that. Oh, I see. There okay. will be a... Th- it, there's, each one gets their own mini theme. In their own, okay. And like the you know the five year old will have more like babyish food, whereas the thirteen year old probably has like more grown up candy. Oh, so these kids are all make. Oh, that's even more complicated. You know, I've had I've had this idea for like a Seinfeld uh, themed Mishloach Manot that I've wanted to do for years, mm-hmm. which I've never done, of course. But I mean, because there's like so many like foods inside. I mean, like I'm looking at my list here. So basically, every year I have it on my Google Calendar for Perm, and every year I move it to the next year. But uh, here's my list: it's a uh, Snickers with a fork and knife. Yeah. Drake's coffee cake. Yeah. 
A pencil with bite marks. Yeah, I love it. Tez. Mm-hmm. Yoo-hoo. There's no babka. Soup. Okay, like instant soup. Yeah, black and white cookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretzels. Okay. Rye, marble rye. Is is there a is there a joking like note that goes along with it? Yeah, there's a donation. There's a card that says a donation has been made in your name to the Human the Fund. Human that's fund, next on okay. my list. Yeah. Um, Junior Mints, Entenmann's Cake, um, a gift oh, card oh, for a cafe latte. A lot of things. You're giving out a lot of things. Yeah. Well, uh, well the point is there's so many options here. Now, again, I've never done this to be Oh, clear. you're not doing it this time. I thought you were doing <laughs> no, it. No, every year I move it to the next year. No, every year I move it to the next year and I say, you know what, I'll do that next year, but I never actually do. Your kids won't appreciate it. And you're probably like, you're probably mostly giving to like, you know, kids and your kids' friends or people like that. No, we're, we're giving to like our friends. Like our, our, our kids aren't old enough to have like real friends yet. Yeah. So. Or popular enough at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my wife did do a theme, but it's a very lame theme. What's the theme? The theme is uh, yeah, good morning. It's good morning from the Chester's. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bo- a little mini box of cereal and a little coffee drink and, you know, like some, some candies in the shape of eggs, which mm-hmm. are easy to acquire since it's, you know, Easter season and things of that nature. Orange juice. Oh, so she's giving you Easter candies for Purim. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, people do not listen in today to listen to Purim talk. They're here for March Madness. They are. Uh, so you're, before we get, we're going to do the bracket and, and talk about some other gambling things. Your brother just posted an article, ESPN, craving content uh, before the game start on Thursday, posted a ranking of all 68 March Madness head coaches by their basketball prowess. And it's a decent idea, yeah. except when you get to it, there are very few... ESPN, get off my corner, by the way. Yeah, there are very few uh, coaches in the tournament who actually have any sort of skill. So only four guys played in the NBA. So the, the real main name was Chris Mullen, then, then Johnny Dawkins. The NIT has Penny. Chris Mullen's the coach at St. John's, yeah. right? The NIT has Patrick. Yeah, they really they weaseled their way into that tournament. They, yeah. uh, you know, weren't Last they one of the borderline in, teams? The NIT yeah. has Patrick Ewing and Penny Hardaway. So their team would destroy the NSA tournament, even without looking yeah. at the other 32 teams. Yeah. Uh, Arizona State. Uh, I believe also in the uh, in the NIT, right? They have Bobby Hurley. No, Arizona State's in the oh, tournament. Al- right, right, right. Arizona State is it was uh, was a bubble team in the tournament. Um, but they have they have Bobby Hurley. No, no, Ariz- uh, Bobby Hurley. Oh, right, right. you know why? Because I, I, they're they're in the um, they're playing St. John's in the Western McCulloch game in the play-in game. That's why they weren't in the yeah. bracket. I was looking at. Um, the first four. Excuse me. But the, the truth is, Bobby Hurley didn't have a great. Um, NBA career because he got he got yeah hurt. he had a nothing NBA career and he's only he, and he, he it's not like he was a great college player he was just on great nah, teams he was a great was a point guard player. that's hard so he was a great college player I mean I, if I had to guess and I know absolutely nothing I would guess his his college career numbers was like ten points and like five assists mm-hmm. a game the other like really good college players uh, who were not in the tournament uh, Larry Kristoviak Avery Johnson of course a very good player. Dan Marley for Grand Canyon, who almost made the tournament. That, by the way, Grand Canyon uh, made the conference finals. Was one of those uh, never made the NCAA tournament before teams. The only teams that made it were uh, Gardner Webb and um, uh, something. What's it called? Arkansas Baptist. Not, not not Arkansas Baptist. What's the name of that school? I don't know. By the way, Bobby uh, Bobby Hurley better than I thought. His senior average seventeen and eight. He was great. Bobby really Hurley good was really good yeah. Again, Chester and first career average twelve Abilene and eight. Chris so. is what I meant to say. They, they, yeah. they beat Central Arkansas. Um, uh, 
Uh, Chester didn't start following sports till four years ago, so he is forgiven for that mistake. Uh, uh, Dan Marley for Grand Canyon, who did not make it. Uh, Danny Manning, who was on the verge of getting fired probably because Wake Forest stinks. Uh, He's another guy who was better in college in the NBA. Uh, Daniel Marshall. Yeah. Very, you know, pretty Daniel Marshall's been mentioned on what? Three podcasts in a yeah, row now? That's Marshall. a surprise, now, I would say. What's funny is I worked with... I always mix it up because one of them was our basketball guy at at, uh, at the Olympics, but I'm pretty sure now it was Donnie. Uh, it was Donnie, not Danielle. But, but after like spending my whole life um, mixing them up, I don't even remember which one I worked with anymore. Yeah, but it was annoying. Much like Cliff and Clifford Robinson, their careers in the NBA overlapped. So Yeah, and Donnie they were and on Danielle. the same team and they Sim- weren't related. Uh, Jim Less, who was a pretty good three-point shooter, if I remember correctly. Yeah, can we stop uh, talking about coaches of teams that aren't even in the tournament? No, we get to we're, the tournament, we're going please. through the rest of the team. Damon Stoudemire, Pacific Tigers coach. That's a you know this yeah. team demolishes the tournament team. Uh, vacant. There's a lot of schools that have uh, vacant coaches. I don't know how that good they were. Uh, and that's about it. All right, so let's uh, let's jump right into this tournament. Uh, Keith, will you be joining me in Minneapolis for the Final Four this year? Doesn't Duke usually win the NCAA tournament when it's in Minneapolis? I think that's their thing, right? <laughs> Are you going to the Final Four? Uh, if the Gophers make it. <laughs> a whole so no, Final Four the for the I mean, they're Gophers. Yeah, hey, the Vikings did not get a chance to do that. Than the Final Four, and that's already been decided. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've, I've filled out like 10 p- brackets so far, and I have not picked Minnesota to beat Louisville in that 7-10 matchup yet. Well, I mean, that's just statistically wrong. They they have better than a 10% chance of winning that game. Yeah, but, I'm, but I just, you know, p- I, why would I? It's about It's about. Well, because if it's about a sixty-five thirty-five, so and you're taking ten brackets, you should pick them. Instead of picking the favorite ten times. I, well, why are you doing ten brackets if they're all exactly the same? That doesn't make any sense. I don't why? do all the same with the eight-nine matchups. I'm very torn between Mississippi and Oklahoma, or you know, torn between say Syracuse and Baylor. But I'm not torn between. So are we are we doing a bracket for the purpose of this turn uh, this podcast today? What are we doing? Should we do what we want to see happen? No. No, I mean, then we want like Gardner Webb to play like uh, Liberty in the. Fu- yeah. not well, Liberty. well, we want Minnesota to go back to Minneapolis. Yeah, well, in I don't April. want that. No, let's do what we think yeah. will happen, and then if uh, we could maybe throw in a couple. Are we upset. Sum- I'm in. A, I'm in. Are the- we going to submit this cumulative uh, bracket somewhere? No, or it's just for the listeners to listen. And to be clear, I know absolutely nothing. I don't watch any non-Big Ten basketball unless it features like Zion Williamson or some super duper star uh, during so the you're season. You're coming in basically. But, uh, like, but I watch. I don't watch a ton other than UConn. A ton of like December January ball, but I've really been on it. I was watching like all the ESPN Plus stuff and watching like not even just the, the championship games, like every conference tournament and really everything. For yeah, me. you're way, you're way beyond me. I I watch the Big Ten. And I and I watch you know if high pro like Duke North Carolina things mm-hmm. like that but my my college basketball knowledge before March is very limited. All right, so Duke wins the play-in game. Let's start in the East, the top left. And by the way, my favorite thing of March Madness is the fact that despite the fact that ninety nine point nine percent of us have never seen any of these teams play, we immediately develop like such hard takes, yeah. like such aggressive, confident takes mm-hmm. on so many yeah, of these meaningless teams name based like on three or four players on a team to really have a take. I mean, there's literally one team in this tournament. Yeah, I can we talk do about that strategy about, so. before we fill out the bracket. <laughs> yeah. So let's say to use a round number, you're in a pool with 100 people. Okay. Some yeah. years there'll be three. There'll be a favorite, but like they'll kind of get picked 22 to 25 percent of the time, and there'll be a couple other teams in the high teens. And really, mm-hmm. it's like, who do you think is going to win? And then there are years like the Anthony Davis Kentucky year this year, where there's just an overwhelming favorite. And I haven't checked the um, the ESPN brackets in a while, but I've seen numbers where Duke is getting close but not 50% of the 
of all championship uh, wins for brackets. That you know, forty-five to fifty percent of people are picking Duke to win the tournament. So if you, suppose you are in you know an average bracket that has a hundred people and forty-six people pick Duke. So now, if you pick Duke to win, you have picked the champion, which is very hard. Most of the time, you do not do that, right? And you still have a one in forty-six chance of winning the pool. So are you, yeah, are you so what the type you, of person who says, all right, who's like, you know, which two seed maybe, or which who's the worst one seed, and they sort of have great odds because only seven people are going to pick them, or only four people are going to pick, you know, Michigan or Michigan State as a two seed. So what do you do? Like, does that affect how you fill out a bracket? Because it does affect how I fill out a bracket. Well, I mean, obviously the size of your bracket impacts the picks you're making, right? If you're in a bracket with a thousand people, but what do you do? Like, have no, to just be... and a hundred doesn't matter. You know, you could be in a bracket with, with at work with twenty people or fifty people or five hundred people. To me, I, I'm always. I mean, if you're in a small enough bracket, of course, you just pick what you think is going to happen. But there's very little value in coming in fourth in a pool like this, right? They usually don't pay. You're trying to win. So now how do you win if you want to be – if you think, hey, I think you know, Michigan is undervalued or Gonzaga is undervalued, I want to be one of eight people who pick Gonzaga, and I'll take my 12.5% chance. Uh, honestly, I don't think you should be using strategy when it comes – now, if there's other kinds of pools and you and I are running and are involved with many of them, but just a straight bracket, don't, don't even worry about strategy because the assumption you're making when you're picking your bracket is you're not going to win this anyway. Yeah. So just pick what you want to pick and don't worry about it, you know, unless you have six people in your bracket. But if you have more than 20 people in your bracket – your odds of winning your pool are what five percent or dramatically lower than that. So I wouldn't even worry about strategy. Just pick who you want to pick and just and then watch the tournament, and enjoy yourself, and root for upsets. What I don't like is people who root against upsets because they're rooting for their bracket like the first day. Yeah. Like anybody who picked Virginia to go far last year and was upset when they lost last right. year is a terrible person. And also because you're not going to win your pool like, anyways. If you had Virginia winning the championship, I sort of get being mad because then your your bracket is over. But if you're like, oh well, I had them in the final four. Well, guess what? So did everybody. Well, so did everybody. They were yeah. one seed. You know, a lot of times it, it ends up working out well. You're like, well, I had them in the Elite Eight. Great. They were a one seed. Nobody had them, you know, all, you know, maybe three people in your pool would have had them getting knocked out in the, in the, nobody in the first round and almost nobody in the second round either. So, um, all right, Duke, do, th- so that being said, do you think, do this is, is like, if you are 0% experience, like, do you think this Duke team is historically good? Well, I mean, they, they have the best, NBA prospect since LeBron, and then they have another guy who's going to be a top three pick in the draft, mm-hmm. right? So if if Duke teams with like John Shire as their best player who are winning national championships, then it, you so know so it, it seems like to me Duke doesn't have a forty five percent chance to win the tournament, right? Like nobody has that much of a chance. They've lost yeah. games this well, year, even with Zion. So yeah. so now you know now saying now knowing that forty five percent or fifty percent of people are picking them. They're way overvalued, whereas maybe, I don't know, Kansas or Villanova. Well, if the question is would you rather have Duke or the field, I'd obviously rather yeah, have the field. Yeah, of course you'd rather have the field. Well, should yeah. we play that Even game though we played when, in the NFL? Like, how many teams five would you teams? rather have? Yeah, uh, I'll give you five. You'd give me five teams. Actually, uh, no, I'd rather take five. <laughs> so you want five? I'll give you four. No, I don't want four. I, I, I want won't five. take four. I'll give you four. All right, so we're stuck at the same yeah, point then, stuck. basically. I mean, I think yeah. you take... I don't know if I take Gonzaga. I, I think I take the like right. I think I take North Car- North Carolina and Kentucky because I'm fairly certain you know one of those teams comes out of the bottom right. Obviously, you take Duke, um, and then do you take then you have a, sort of a choice between Virginia or Tennessee in the in the top right, 
Yeah. And then you probably take Gonzaga or Michigan in the bottom left. I don't think you need Michigan State because they're probably going to lose Duke. You have really to assume like Duke is coming out of that yeah, out of that assume, bracket. Right. Yeah. So I mean, if you want now, Gonzaga beat one Duke. of the four regions with a one and a two seed with the five teams. Yeah, that's basically what you have to do. But I would right. I would, I, hedge I would take I'd probably hedge. But I wouldn't even hedge Virginia Tennessee because that bracket has a lot of good teams like Villanova that in theory could make the Final Four. I think I had you hedge. Yeah, I've I've picked Villanova to lose to St. Mary's its first game. Yeah, in that's a lot the of brackets, weird thing about so Villanova. Like Villanova could win the championship, and they're also four point favorites in the first round. Yeah. You know. By the way, did you see five thirty eight uh, odds to win the tournament for Duke is only nineteen percent? Yeah, that's really so low. Four, now I don't know how much their numbers can factor in Zion missing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm guessing it's low. I'm yeah, I mean it should be closer to thirty percent than twenty percent. There's no way they're winning. Yeah, I. I, yeah, I would put them at about yeah one and three. I would say, but again, my, my I'm an ignoramus. So. Okay, fine. So let's start top left. Duke going to be a thirty something point favorite. We don't need to talk about that. I think North Dakota State probably wins that play-in game. Uh, if someone wants to gamble on that, um, VCU UCF. I really like when a big um, when a mid major plays a power five school. That's what every matchup should be to me, and I hate. When um, I hate when the mid majors play each I other, hate, I yeah. hate matchups where it's yeah. like Wisconsin Oregon that doesn't do anything for me in the first round, right? Who yeah. cares who uh, wins? Yeah, two two middling teams from the Big Ten and Pac twelve. Right. Who cares? But yeah. I also don't. And enjoy it's and it, the worst two, of all. Yeah, of course. Two mid majors play, and now yeah, everybody hates that. Now the American yeah. is not really mid major. I don't want to talk about UConn, and and you know the American has won national championship recently, but VCU UCF. If that was like ESPN would not televise that on ESPN two as like their game of the night, you know what I mean? That is that is about as yeah. But that's the beauty of the whole tournament. None of us would watch any of these games until uh, like the final. See, four. I disagree. I, I sort of disagree. I'm saying like this is if we. I think last year we ranked the games from one to thirty two. To me, this would be. I actually think the eight nine games are overrated. Like, I mean, listen, I watch any game. It's not like there's no game in the tournament that I wouldn't watch. The you know. Well, the 8-9 games are overrated because you're just watching a team that, you know, 90% of the time is getting killed two days later. Yeah, right. It's They're cannon fodder. You know, three of the four of them are always cannon fodder. Basically, frequently, it's four. Yeah. I mean, last year, there was not. Last year, there I mean, that's why, and I, I've said this, I know I've said this on this podcast before, but, like, if, you, if you're not a top six seed, yeah. I'd rather 11. be the 11. You need to be than, 10 or 11, yeah, absolutely. Than 7, 8, 9, or 10. the one and the two until the Elite Eight. The 11 yeah, exactly. is an incredible seed. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great seed. And and elevens versus sixes are like it's like a sixty forty proposition. That being said, like, yeah, I mean, six hasn't won a tournament uh, in forever. I think Mich- I think that Michigan team was the last team to win the tournament. Yeah, but you know, again, on the first weekend, your goal isn't to win the no, tournament. I your goal is to but survive. I'm just saying you'd think win that a games. three or six would have had more success. Threes really have not just because they're vo- yeah. even even in terms of making the final four have not done as well as yeah. we think. Um, all right. So I, that's really an irrelevant point to us. UCF is a slight favorite, but I, I just I think that uh, I don't know. Ta- you know, UCF has the uh, the seven foot six guy Taco Fall. I, I have VCU winning that game. All right, I'll I'll agree with you, VCU. Uh, so let's uh, let's keep our bracket going. Liberty is Liberty is probably underqualified to be a twelve seed. I th- I just don't think they're a nine they're a nine point dog, which uh, by the way is the most the most re- the most religious school in the tournament, right? Just because uh, Yeshiva missed that this yeah, year, unfortunately. The most religious school in any tournament. Yeah. No, Although I don't know anything about Abilene Christian, they have the word Christian that in their is name. True, they're so. in Texas. 
Uh, no, liberty yeah. is uh, liberty is like you get expelled if you have a girl in the dorms or if you like think about masturbating and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, can I tell you? So I was uh, I went to a uh, a conference in Washington D.C. when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I and I get like I you know I come from the airport and I get on the shuttle to go from the airport to the hotel, and I met a girl, a college girl who was going to. I forget if it was Liberty or Oral Roberts or one of those kinds Oral of schools. Oral Roberts also, also almost made the tournament. Yeah. So and I, I didn't know I didn't know anything about those schools at the time. It just it's some school college I heard. So I started talking to this girl, and it was like an Israel related conference. And so uh, when she told me the school she went to, I said, "Oh, are there a lot of Jews at that school?" Because I just assumed everyone at this conference was going to be you Jewish. Didn't realize it was like evangelicals <laughs> who like care more about Israel than you do. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was it was you know it's a mix. It was all different kinds yeah. of people. But and so she looks at me and she says, "Well, we might have a couple atheists." <laughs> and I was so confused. I was like, I asked about Jews. Right. That yeah, makes so sense, yeah. I don't even know if it was probably Oral Roberts, not Liberty. Now right. that I think about it, but yeah, oh, yeah Liberty, big fan of the uh, of Trump. Uh, that will he, if he filled <laughs> is, out a bracket. That's the, Jerry you, Fa- isn't that the Jerry Fowell Jr. school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Liberty, he, right? He, he, if he yeah. filled the bracket, he'd have them going all the way, but he he won't. Because yeah, he he's all in. He uh, uh, like like most successful fathers, the son uh, fell uh, very far from the tree. Um, unfortunately, Mississippi State so. is going to blow the doors off Liberty. That's my prediction. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't really care, but uh, I'll agree with Virginia you. Virginia Tech is a Liberty getting picked more than they should. People fall for the five twelve fallacy, mm-hmm. even though like in the last like four years, great. I don't think a twelve yeah. was one. Either yeah. last year or two years ago, they went zero four. Um, yeah, I think if you're looking for a five twelve, you, you, really you're talking about you know Wisconsin Oregon. That's silly, right? That's that's like yeah two power school. I, I think it's like a one and a half point spread or no, something it's, like it's, that. That's like five, but but it you know that's silly. The real five twelve game is Marquette Murray State because Murray State is one of the best players in the tournament. And John Morant, like that's yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, okay. there's great players so, on both sides in that game. Now this yeah. uh, the four thirteen here is is thirteen is a weird team. It's when those you know the power school or in this case the second tier power school, which is like the American, the A ten, um, that team doesn't win the a, a random team wins that conference. Like let's say DePaul had won the Big East or something. You can't put them as a sixteen. So they're thirteen. They've played a lot of good teams. They were talking about the St. Louis Billikens. Yeah, and they lost all of them. Yeah, they lost, but they're also hot. Yeah. Virginia Tech is a— it, it, It's crazy how, like, the A-10 and Conference USA, when we were kids, those were real conferences. Real conferences. And now they're, like, jokes. Yeah, uh, you like you wouldn't believe who's in Conference USA. Like, there are no main, major— Like, it used to be Memphis, I think, was Cincy in there for yeah. a time. Yeah, like, the ma- the biggest school in Conference USA now is, like, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. I'm not even joking. Like— yeah. Texas San Antonio's in there, like really schools that with no pedigree. Who are like the, the coverage USA at this point is just like we literally just teams, countries, uh, schools in the USA that can't fight the conference go there. Um, yeah, basically. So, well, but that I mean the term was cr- the conference was created for that purpose. Yeah, yeah, originally. yeah. yeah. It just, it's, it's just it's that like, when all the when, when the major conferences expanded. But St. Louis yeah. played Virginia <laughs> Tech last year and beat them. Uh, so, Did not know that. So it's that's not that not this year not but like it's not so crazy. Virginia Tech beat Duke right. Yeah, they're they're a very up and down team. It would blow my mind if Virginia Tech ever. They, I feel like they're almost always a better conference uh, play team than a tournament team. Not a lot of Virginia Tech runs. Now my connection to St. Louis is my eighth grade basketball coach Kenny Zuger mm-hmm. uh, had, had played at St. Louis. Yeah, and he was uh, six foot eleven, the tallest Jew I've ever met, and uh, could do the uh, the the most columned hagba I had ever no, seen. No, which the, is when the, they lift the, the to- uh, Timberwolves had a Jewish guy when they first started who was like uh, like a white stiff center. It was like seven one or seven two. Yeah, but I never saw him do hagba. So you don't remember who I'm talking about? 
No, Hagba, by the way, Joe Klein or something like that. I don't know. Hagba is when you they uh, lift up the, when they the lift up when they lift the up the unrolled Torah in synagogue for everyone to see before they when they finished reading the Torah before they wrap it up. And usually you open it maybe three or four columns wide, but if you're six foot eleven with that kind of wingspan, you can go like seven or eight columns best, and not so really wild the crowd. Tech, best NBA player from Virginia Tech. Uh, you're asking somebody who literally just made this uh, so chart, and yet I don't remember. <laughs> no. Uh, well, uh, Steph Stad, uh, Del Curry went there. Uh, Bimbo oh, okay. Coles. We haven't talked about Bimbo Coles in a while. Bimbo Coles. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, okay, true. so Virginia Tech has never made a Final Four. That's you know for an ACC team. That's not great. They have made one Elite Eight. You'd say, wow. They've also made one Sweet Sixteen and one round of thirty-two. They have not gotten out of the round of sixty-four since nineteen sixty-seven. That's insane. Yeah, that's shocking. They have actually. been in the tournament, I think, like twelve times since then. Ten times or yeah. something By like the way, that. I'm looking at that Virginia Tech team. Yeah, they're, they're led by three guards. Dale Curry, Bimbo Coles, and, and Glenn Combs. Mm-hmm. So, guard heavy. Their starting center, Wayne Robinson, only played 81 games in the NBA. So, not a great team. Yeah, this is, I think it's slightly wrong. They have not been, sorry, they have not been in the Sweet 16. They've, they've won two or three games. They have not been oh, in the okay. Sweet 16 since, uh, since 19. All right, okay. So, we're picking Virginia Tech, right? And then who are we picking between Virginia Tech and Mississippi State? Um, so, it's a, it's a little tricky. I, I think... Uh, by the way, Duke will be rooting for Mississippi State. They don't want to see Virginia Tech in the Sweet 16. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. But I, I'm going to pick Virginia Tech there. I'm going to have an all eight. Yeah, I, I've picked Virginia Tech also. All right. So we have uh, a, all chalk so far, mm-hmm. and we have the one eight five four, and we have the one versus four heading into the Sweet 16. You know, it's all hard. Right. Maryland. It's, it's, well, you want to do that, or we'll get back to the Sweet 16? No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Let's just, let's set our Sweet 16 first. Okay. So with okay. Maryland playing Belmont or Temple, it's tricky because that's kind of a toss-up game. I haven't spent a lot. Yeah, now who are you picking tonight? Um, is that what you say? Is that tonight? The, yeah. So I've always been partial to Temple because Fran Dump. Well, John Chaney, first of all, was a great, uh, like an all-time great character in college basketball. You saw Phil Martelli, the in other the, guy from that. Uh, yeah, got fired. The guy from St. Joe's. Yeah. yeah. But Fran Dumphy, the 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 longtime pen coach, mm-hmm. back when I was in college mm-hmm. and we were going to the tournament every year, when Chaney retired, Temple stole him, Philly on Philly violence. Yes. And now he's been the coach of Temple. He hasn't reached the heights, you know, that Cheney did. Obviously, again, the A10 is a joke of what it yeah, was back in Cheney's time. Uh, Cheney was the press conference legend. Yes, uh, challenging, uh, you know, various other coaches to fist fights and whatnot. Um, but um, so that's why I like Temple. But I'm actually picking Belmont here. And Maryland, and again, to the extent I know anything about college basketball, and I don't, it's, it's Big Ten. I was not impressed with Maryland for most of the Big Ten regular season. I, could, I I would say I want to pick Belmont to go all the way to the, to the um, you know, win their playing game and then beat Maryland. Well, Belmont's a weird team because if you're just, if you're really going by the metrics, they probably shouldn't have been in the tournament. There's a lot of, um, there are a lot of bubble teams for major conferences, like a lot of the state schools, like North Carolina State, that, uh, you know, even like the Indianas and Texases, whose resume was probably better. I do think that... Isn't it kind of crazy, by the way? The state of California, like 10% of our country, they only have one team in this entire tournament. That is weird. First of all, there's a whole conference, I think, that's only California. So I think they have to have one. Right, UC Irvine <laughs> plays in a conference that does not have a school outside of California, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so they got literally the minimum yeah, possible. literally the worst. But part of that is because the four Pac-10, the entire Pac-10 was, was hot garbage this year. So their four main yeah, schools of Pac-12. USC, UCLA, Stanford, yeah. and Cal are, are not really relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So with Belmont, so like they sort of got, I think the committee put them in just to, uh, like to avoid the backlash, like to be woke, basically. Of they're not big enough mid majors, yeah. Um, but they deserve no, and, and but, I think we all would rather see. But Temple also mid-major. counts as a mid major these days, doesn't it? Because they're in the A ten, which we said is garbage. Who is now. Temple? No, Temple's in the the American. 
Oh, the, well, the, yeah, whatever. The American's also garbage. Uh, it has the national cha- four-time national champion Yukon Huskies. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, yeah, I, but I, l- l- it doesn't have the favorite. depth. I think Temple wins this game, but I think Maryland beats either of them, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So so I want I want Bel- Belmont to beat Maryland. You have Maryland beating Temple. So what's what's going on for the 32 fans bracket? Whatever. I'll give you Maryland. We're all chalk so far. All right. LSU, Yale. Uh, every uh, nerdy white sports writer and politics writer, of course, picks the Ivy League team every year automatically. Uh, but I think LSU is actually really good, and I think that they're going to blow the doors off so of LSU Maryland doesn't have a coach wherever right they now. play. It's a big deal. So what? I think that's a really big deal. <laughs> Stop interrupting me with facts. Like, I, I think that... I think that matters, you know. Yale. Uh, by the way, what a, it is a great. I thought. It, so I thought it, so. LSU's coach is suspended for the rest of the season. I mean, How I think does it it's work? Definitely, but he's not coaching. He's not coaching on Thursday. He's not for sure. Not no. By the way, this okay. would like if because this first game is your Louisville Minnesota game. That's the first game of the whole tournament. This is the second game yeah. of the tournament. They they set it up really well. For for uh, the NCAA to really avoid conversations about the scandals involved with the NCAA. Yeah. Great job. Uh, no, yeah. but the first the first group of four games they did brilliantly because Louisville Minnesota is probably going to be a close game. Then you have LSU Yale, right? It is funny they they front loaded the scandals. LSU Yale, who uh, if if you know if that's a blood fine, they stay on Louisville Minnesota the whole time. And then they go to one of the other games in the second half. Like in terms of national, I know they're on different channels, but in terms of like national attention. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if Yale is close, like inside that four minute, the last four minute timeout, like the whole country is going to be going bananas. Um, and then it's like, then you get your March Madness moment. Then they have a five twelve, but it's like a reasonable win for Auburn, New Mexico State, and Florida State, Vermont, probably going to be a blowout. But like, you know, it's not a two fifteen. Like they have. I've seen Vermont as sort of a a trendy upset pick. Florida State's real good. Yeah, I, Vermont. Right. Vermont would have wanted to be a, an eleven or a twelve to really. Okay, so so you have LSU being Yale, and then who do you have winning between LSU and Maryland? Uh, by the way, I think uh, uh, Yale's best player is, you know, would, would play an LSU for sure. Uh, he's going to be in the, the uh, NBA. Um, I have I have uh, LSU. It's really close. I think I'm going to have Maryland beat LSU, honestly. Okay, fine. So at least we have some non-chalk. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, Louisville, Minnesota, you already said that uh, Minnesota has no chance. They lost two years ago as a five seed, I think, uh, the first time that uh, Richard Pitino took this team to the big dance. Minnesota has like Jordan Murphy, who's their best player, is like the classic like college guy who has no chance playing in the NBA. Yeah. He's probably like six foot six, but he plays like like a big guy. Like he's 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 a you know he averages like fifteen and twelve or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's like a seventh year senior. He's been around forever. He's like beloved by the fans. You'll see him in Greece um, next year. Yeah, he'll be he'll be playing somewhere in Europe, something like that. Um, yeah, Minnesota always is a letdown in the tournament, except for the one year when they weren't, and then you know retroactively got canceled. So I would love to see them win, obviously, but I'm picking Louisville. Um, oh, yeah, I have Louisville, the, too. The only reason Minnesota's even in this tournament, by the way, the classic, this is what Minnesota does every year. They do very well in their non-conference schedule. They're like 8-1 and one or 12-2 mm-hmm. and two or whatever. They come in with, they're getting a few votes, and, you know, they're on the cusp of the top 25, and then they lay an egg in the Big Ten, and then they do just enough to give themselves a chance, and then they lay another egg in the Big Ten tournament, uh, and they miss the tournament. This year, they beat Purdue, like, two weeks ago, and then they beat Purdue again in the Big Ten tournament, so they beat a team that was a top ten team in the country twice in the last like two weeks, and that's why they're in this tournament. But um, unfortunately, we're not playing Purdue. So you also look at like were they and Purdue, by the way, hasn't lost. Has Purdue lost to a team other than Minnesota in like six weeks? Uh, I don't think so. We'll get to Purdue, but I, I, the, for, like, yeah. your schedule is brutal, Minnesota. But you also have thirteen losses, and it's not like you were losing close games. They just got demolished by Michigan. Well, no, they lost a couple games by one point. Yeah, okay, they got they, demolished. I'm just saying, but it's a bad sign when teams getting destroyed. 
Uh, they got destroyed. Well, but the by game Illinois before that, they beat the a top road, ten they team. They won. Michigan hold on. on the they won. Also, to be fair, and you know, this is a tough one. You're a lower seed in a, in a conference tournament. Minnesota's playing their third day in a row. Yeah, they got destroyed by Ohio State on the one. road. Like they really have a lot of bad. Even Boston College beat them up. They have a lot of bad losses, and just like yeah, but they, I mean, again, they have good wins, and they have a couple that they probably should have had. They had a couple one point losses. They lost one game on a very questionable. I forget it, who it was against them. It was that now ne- that like it's really at Nebraska? I think you know we really only like five power conferences. It does seem yeah. like every year there's one that's like, oh, they just win. Like seven of the teams make the Sweet 16 or, or look like they're going to. And then one, it's like everyone's out. It's day two, and, and they're down to like one team. Sometimes that's the SEC. But I just – I don't know, like, you know, is the ACC just going to be dominant? Are they going to rip through the tournament? Is the Big Ten going to disappoint? Like, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Okay. And then uh, obviously we have Michigan All right, State so we're picking winning. Louisville. All right. And then Michigan State over Louisville? Michigan State over Louisville, Yeah. Never going to be okay. against All right, no. so we, we've got a one, two, four, and six. All right, so let's go down to the west now, mm-hmm. or go out west, I should say. Okay, so Gonzaga is going to be the 16, obviously. Yeah. Syracuse, Baylor, everybody's picking Syracuse. Um, there are clients, so I will do so as well, unless you tell me that you have strong. No, feelings I mean for they're only one point favorites, so everyone shouldn't be picking them. This is a coin toss. I wouldn't bet if I was betting on certain games. I wouldn't bet on this game at all, but I will pick Syracuse. Yeah, usually for the 8-9 games, I always take the and points. Gonzaga's not going to blitz like, you know. either of these teams also. In my opinion, I know this is insane because Gonzaga is a one seed. This is one of the worst Gonzaga teams in a long time. But, I mean, they beat Duke at full strength. And they went 30-3. and three. Yeah, I, for whatever reason, they match up well against Duke. And also, Duke, and we'll, I will, you know, they're in the Sweet 16 in our bracket. We'll get to them. Duke is the worst three-point shooting team in the tournament. So, like... Duke is prone to have a bad night. And also it was the beginning of the year when Zion was like, you know, 16 years old and hadn't played. Yeah. But I don't love Norvell and Perkins. I, they're not NBA caliber guards. And I do think they're going to be exposed against the better teams. Now, that's not going to be in round one or probably round two. But when they get to teams that actually have NBA guards, I don't think you can run through the, you know, the big, uh, like, Euro guys like uh, Hachimura. Like, I don't think. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of NBA guards, mm-hmm. let's talk about the next game, which is Marquette Murray State. Yeah. It's going to be one of the most. The fun two, games uh, these are the two highest scores in the entire tournament. Yes, the in the only, entire country. The only, I mean, two, no. the only two guys in the top ten in the country in scoring in this are both in this game. Howard and and Morant. Um, yeah, should be a lot of fun. I just Wait, if you had to pick one to make like a Wally Zerbiak, Stephen Curry type run, which in the tournament. Which I mean, one's Ron, is be? I like him more, but uh, but Marquette's going to win the game, so I don't know how how he would be able to pull that off. Yeah, he you need yeah you can't be a fight. You need to pull off an upset in round one to sort of get the whole country paying attention. People. By the way, how did the per, how did the number two pick in the NBA draft, uh, you know, go to Murray State? That's another question that I have. Yeah, maybe he's a late bloomer. People forget how exciting it was when when Zerbiak was ripping through the tournament. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and you know, and then the Timberwolves draft. I think now that he's been in the NBA so long, we forgot how amazing it was to have Steph also at Davidson. You know, take it on his yeah. back and, and rip through the tournament. That was amazing. Also, and back then, like a tournament run like that had a dramatic impact on your draft prospects. I think now it would have much less so. Uh, it was I mean, already, no one had heard of Steph go in the '90s. It would have, but even then, like basketball teams, like they were they were stupid with like their contracts, but they sort of knew the difference between a good college player and a good NBA player. You think uh, there's no chance Steph Curry would have been a top ten pick if not for the the run he had in the tournament? Yeah, that's possible. I mean, he had and as it is, he only was the se- mean, number seven was pick. A you know, player like he had a pedigree. I'm not so sure. But yeah, I guess yeah, top well, 10 I mean, is a lot for a six foot three guy from Davidson. Yeah, I mean, people thought. Yeah, all right, okay. So we, uh, you're, you're picking Marquette, uh, not Murray State, unfortunately. Yeah. Florida State versus Vermont. You're already said to picking Florida mm-hmm. State. 
Uh, so who do you have winning that Vermont Marquette game? Uh, Florida State. Excuse me, the Florida State Florida Marquette State. game. Oh, okay. So you have both of our dynamic scores out in the first weekend. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Neither of them are on, you know, a one All or right. two seed. Okay, so, so no NBA guard will be facing Gonzaga. Uh, does Florida State have any NBA right, guards? That is an interesting. Uh, Flor- well, Florida State is big, I think. Um, All right. I do think, yeah, well, I don't, like if Gonzaga's any good, they should not have a problem until the Elite Eight. And they really looked. I watched that whole game against St. Mary's, and again, St. Mary's is a legitimate tournament team, um, even though they were had no. Ch- they were not even on the bubble till they won the, the the game. But they blew the doors off Gonzaga. Like they were really good. Um, Florida State's a weird team. They don't have any good players. They don't have anybody who averaged thirteen. They only have two guys average more than nine. Um, I don't know. Uh, what are we up to here? All right. Okay. So now we're getting to the Arizona St. John's plan. St. John's is a Catholic school, and like eighty percent of their fan base is Jews. <laughs> That's not true. I feel like every Jew, every Jew from New York, is a huge St. John's That's, fan. For I don't some know reason. a lot of I don't know a lot of St. John's fans. I do for some reason. Um, Arizona State is like the number one party school in the country, isn't it? Yeah, number one party school. Not a great, not, yeah. a, not a great college. Um, I think. Yeah. Would you rather spend four years in Queens or four years in where are they, Tempe? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, Arizona State, like, yeah, whatever, I'm not going to insult that. We insulted Arizona State once, and the listener went there and got mad. Um, St. John's, I think St., uh, these teams are basically even, but I think both these teams lose to Buffalo. Buffalo's real good. All right. Yeah. Buffalo, does Buffalo have the most wins of the, in the tournament? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a, at a ter- I'm looking at a bracket here. Yeah, they got 31 wins. Yeah. And Gonzaga's got 30. So, yeah, Duke and Virginia, 29. So, yeah, uh, big winner, Buffalo there. All right, so you have Buffalo winning both those. Texas Tech over Northern Kentucky. Who wins between Buffalo and Texas Tech? Yeah, that should be a really good game. Um, I want to pick Buffalo. What do you think? Yeah, I, I've been picking Buffalo in pools. Don't ask me to name a player on Buffalo. Don't ask me to uh, say what state Buffalo's in. <laughs> Don't ask me to name their coach. <laughs> I, I assume Buffalo's in New York, right? It's in Buffalo, New York. I mean, is that a serious question? Well, because Oakland is in Detroit. You know, yeah, Oakland's made this Oakland, tournament Michigan. before. You should know that. You, yeah. you, you married a... Well, I know that, but 99% of people who pick Oakland, uh, the times that they've made the tournament, don't know that. They assume that it's in Oakland, California. Yeah, so, I really like I watching Buffalo. Uh, well, uh, Buffalo has, that is like, a fun game. You ask people what state... Like, like Akiva, what, what state is Bradley in? Okay. Bra- oh, th- this is a fun game. Bradley is yeah. in either Illinois or Indiana. Okay, I don't know, and I'm not checking. What state is Wofford in? Wofford is in South Carolina. Right, what state is Abilene Christian in? Abilene, Abilene is Texas. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. And what about Gardner Webb? Uh, I believe Virginia, but I could be wrong. By the way, it'd be funny if I'm like right, saying hopefully. this so confidently and I'm wrong about <laughs> yeah. all of them. I have no idea. What state is Prairie View A and M in? Prairie View A and M is Texas. Yeah, I thought that was Texas. I wasn't sure. Uh, uh, yeah, Bra- Bradley's Illinois, I, not Indiana. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, good job. Okay, so we have uh, Buffalo against Texas Tech, and Akeem's winner is Buffalo, he said. Yes. All right. Uh, now we have Nevada against Florida. I don't – I mean, you know, Florida's got that 19-15 and 15 record, which is a very, very ugly record for a team from a power conference to weasel their way into this tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're making fun of Minnesota. Well, we're talking about them winning a game. Uh, I was right about Wofford being in South Carolina, and Gardner-Webb, I said, was in Virginia. It's in North Carolina. Okay. All right, whatever. You got close enough. Like All right, so game. Nevada, Florida, who are you picking? 
Uh, I'm really lukewarm about both these teams. I would have both of them losing a lot of other sort of similar 7-10 matchups, but I will pick Florida. All right. Um, I was going to pick Nevada, but I guess no, uh, I'll pick good. Florida. Nevada's not a bad team. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to like. I remember, I remember being like eight years old and like studying the records and thinking a lot about it. Mm-hmm. So I remember I'd be like a twenty-nine and four team against a nineteen and fifteen team. I'd be like, well, of course, twenty-nine and four team is going to win. Right. <laughs> I probably was picking too many. Uh, well, you know, one of the craziest teams, things ever, if if I'm speaking from memory, is the first time a sixteen beat a one in the women's college basketball tournament. Uh, I was, was like a twelve and twenty was undefeated, lost to Harvard, who was undefeated. A sixteen yeah. team was undefeated. Oh, they were. Oh, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have been a 16 seed. Probably not. Probably misseeded. <laughs> also, um, like it was the last time a top four seed lost in the women's tournament in the first in the first round. Because remember, they're at home. Like, well, they, women's college teams. basketball is way too top heavy. Just in general, it's a problem. Did you see um, that they leaked the bracket accidentally yesterday? Did you see that? Yeah, ESPN. Yeah, like hours. And you cut as a two that. seed for the first time in like 13 years. They lost two games oh, wow. to the number one two teams in the country, and they're a two seed. <laughs> They were like 32-2. and two. Uh, They average, you know, winning by 30-something points. Like, if there's four better teams than them, God bless. Oh, someone's a little bitter. All right, so uh, Michigan is going to beat Montana, of course. Now, is Michigan going to beat Nevada or Florida? I said Florida. You want to say Nevada? I mean, Jordan Caroline's a really good player. Caleb Martin, they have, like, two legitimate... Um, is that Caleb with a K? No, it's Caleb with a C. They, they have oh, like there is a Caleb with a K. Well, a I've been doing players pool today. Our, our pool, you have to pick two players yeah. per team. That's a good players pool team because they have two high scores. Yeah, it's, it's too late. The players pool is done. They have a guy named Jazz Johnson also plays a lot. There's some great names. There's a Byrie Tyree yeah, there's on some one really of these teams. I don't remember which team. Um, yeah. But, By the way, so here's my hot take as, as a Big Ten watcher. I think, and, and again, Michigan just blew the doors off of Minnesota. And, you know, they, they, they dragged Michigan State yeah. right down, you know, in the Big Ten Championship. I, I think Michigan is, like, a, a significant step behind, like, Michigan State. And, I mean, Purdue obviously totally depends on if their shots are falling. Yeah. But, you know, if, if Carson Edwards, if he's going 0 for 20 on threes, they're going to lose. And, and you know, they're almost like the Houston Rockets in that respect. Purdue's, like, really relying on the three ball. Mm-hmm. But to me, like, the ceiling of, of Purdue and of Michigan State both is much higher than Michigan's. Yeah, I don't think that's a crazy take. I mean, Michigan really outplayed them yeah. on Sunday. It's hard to know who's, how much every team is trying in that game that truly yeah. doesn't matter. No, that's the dumbest take. Like, the, the goal of – like, teams have many goals, and winning the Big Ten is a memory that they're going to have longer than they're going to remember if they went to, like, the, the, the second round or the yeah, third round true. of the tournament. It's true. I was talking to my friend who went to Virginia University, and it's like, remember last year when we won the ACC? And I guess we weren't allowed the tournament. We, so we don't remember what happened after that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so all right. So we have Michigan beating Nevada or Florida. I think there's an amazing said? draw for Michigan. Not that Texas Tech's a bad team; they lost six times all year. But like, but hold on. I thought we said Buffalo's beating Texas Tech. I know, but I'm saying in terms of like what their draw is, like getting a three oh, seed Texas yeah. Tech's not so scary. I think LSU, yeah. Purdue, and I don't know about Houston. Houston's not so scary. Those teams are scarier. But it's just they don't have yeah. a lot of floaters in there. By the way, I picked Houston for the Final Four in my bracket entirely because we just did that uh, NBA bracket. So in my head, Houston has Akeem Olajuwon, no, I mean, Mike Drexler, and Alvin Pace. Like, they, they've looked really good. Um, but UConn's garbage. They did lose the Cincinnati. All right, okay. Yeah. So uh, who's in the Sweet 16? It's Michigan, and it's Buffalo, and it's Florida State, and it's Gonzaga. Yeah, that's what I'm right? saying. Like, I think Florida State, I would have them coming out of the bottom if they were there. Like Michigan really gets All right, a so right now, So right now we have... Two twos, two ones, two fours, and two sixes on the left side of the All bracket. right, let's move to the right side. Quickly, Virginia is going to destroy right. Yeah, we got to pick up the pace. So Virginia is going to be guarded. How great Gardner would it be if they Mississippi State. It's not going to happen. 
Yeah, it's like a 24 and a half point spread. And I was actually thinking like Virginia, if Virginia has any self-respect, they have to win this game by four. Oh, yeah, you have right? to. They have to win the whole tournament. They have to win the tournament. And that's yeah. a cool story then. All right, Mississippi, well, not for the seniors from mm-hmm. last year, but Mississippi, Oklahoma, uh, I'm picking Oklahoma. What about you? It's real. It's a literal pick em. Uh I don't really like either of these teams, but I'll pick Mississippi. All right, so you take Ole Miss, fine. It uh, doesn't matter if Virginia beats them, right? Yeah, Virginia beats them. All right, Wisconsin-Oregon is, I think, probably the, the best 12-5 if you're looking for an upset. Yeah, I mean, if you want to call it an upset, it's not like a major upset. Well, yeah. Um, Wisconsin, again, was a team, you know, a Big Ten team that, that uh, did not impress me. I thought, you know, it's interesting, like, how much teams moved in the Big Ten. Like, Ohio State, for example, came I think they were, like, a top 15 team early in the season, mm-hmm. and they, they probably didn't even deserve to make this tournament. Right. And and then Wisconsin, you know, although Wisconsin has this sort of reputation nationally because, you know, they tend to do well in the tournament. Although it's been a while since Wisconsin's made a run in the tournament, hasn't it? Uh, not, you know, why? Like, they didn't do anything last year. Um, Oregon... It would have been fun if Manu Paul's kid was still here, but he's he you know he's going straight. To the yeah, Bol Bol was amazing, and then got yeah, it was very like sad. that would have been a totally different year because you could have had like Bol Bol Zion, like Bol Bol was going to be incredible. Like his first few games, he was already putting up twenty one and ten. He was you know blocking every shot. Like it would have been he was hitting threes. Like he's going to be like a legitimately interesting. The NBA is ridiculous. It's just going to be like you're not going to be able to play in the NBA if you're not like six seven anymore like every single guy is yeah and, and if you can't hit 40 percent of threes i mean Giannis yeah. doesn't shoot threes so i guess it's not a perfect uh, you know rule but well uh, yeah but he's perfect in every other way all right okay so uh wisconsin oregon are we picking an upset here are we picking any double digit seeds I'm to win or no? i'm picking wisconsin to win oh god okay fine uh uc Irvine's gonna lose to kansas yeah, state by the way kansas and kansas state both being four seeds is highly annoying uh, Villanova St. Mary's. Can we pick uh, an upset here? Yeah, we could pick St. Mary's. I think if Villanova wins the first game, they might win. Like, I mean, the road is brutal. You yeah. could play. They could play St. Mary's, Purdue, Tennessee, and Virginia just to get to the final. I game. mean, how many double-digit seeds in this tournament beat one of the one seeds this year? Yeah, um, I'd have to really go through. I mean, you'd have to go look at the schedules of Duke, Gonzaga, North Carolina, and Virginia, and I'm not going to do that. Team, no. Yeah. Is North Carolina? Well, I don't think there's an ACC team that's double digits, so I don't. I think it's a trick question. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we're we're picking St. Mary's College. By the way, it's the only college, not university, in this tournament for some reason. Um, Purdue, Old Dominion. So Purdue is a team again. They do, they've lost to Minnesota twice in the last couple of yeah. weeks. They're so reliant on threes that if car, if if they have a bad day shooting, anybody can beat them, including Old Dominion, even New Dominion. But um, I assume that they'll win this game. And then, uh, you know, do we say that St. Mary's has a chance to upset them? Or are we putting Purdue in, this, in the uh, I, I Sweet think 16? All those, like, I think the, any of those three teams like, would, you know, are really viable. I don't think so. I, again, St. Mary's was not going to be in the tournament. Yes, they had one of the most impressive until they, of the year. But, like, they were literally out of the tournament until that second half when they, when they beat up Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, again, I'm, too, I'm super biased by the very limited games that I've watched this year. But to me, I just... Purdue is going to lose at some point in this tournament to a worse team because they're going to have a bad shooting day. And the, and the question is, where is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. And it's really a wide open bracket because, you know, I think that, I, I mean, I, I think I, pro- I actually, I think I have Tennessee over St. Mary's in the Elite Eight, and then I have Tennessee going to the Final Four from this bracket. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you're picking Purdue over St. Mary's? Uh, yes. I mean, like Carson Edwards is like a legitimately good player. I'm, I'm much in the tournament. I'm really a guard guy over a big man guy. I think everyone is at this point. It's not such a score. Yeah. 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 I was thinking, I was looking at some of my players pool picks and I was sort of, you know, when you, when you have a big guy who averages 13 points a game 
and a guard who averages 12 points a game. I think you want to pick the guard in this tournament because their team, they're going to be shooting a lot of threes. You know, they're going to play more minutes. They're not going to have, you know, foul trouble. So, yeah, I, I definitely lean towards the How guard in this tournament this as well. A, All right, this since is a cool stat from CBS Sportsline. Um, of the 16 teams in the top line, 11 of the 16 have made a Final Four. Or I guess five have not because, well, let's not count the LSU coach. Do you want to guess which coaches or which teams have coaches that have not made a Final Four who are one, two, three, or four seeds? Um, well, Virginia Tech, because you talked yeah, about so that Yeah, so Buzz already. Williams, both Virginia schools. Tony Bennett has never made a Final Four. Again, because they play oh, 40, Virginia 40 to 38 Tech, yeah. games, Tony Bennett. Buzz Williams okay. for Virginia Tech. Matt Painter at Purdue. All teams we've just discussed. Yeah. Leonard Hamilton, who just turned 70 at Florida State. And Chris Beard at Texas Tech, who has not been there. So. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Cincinnati, Iowa. Iowa, probably the least talented Big Ten team in the tournament. So I'll pick Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati just had a good win. Uh, I'm, I don't love the American teams, but, uh, yeah, I think Cincinnati's just better here. All right. And then, uh, Tennessee against toothpaste. Uh, we take Tennessee. All right. So Tennessee over Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Tennessee's real good. So, all right. And then, then who do we have between Kansas state and Wisconsin? I, I like it. If I'm filling out a pool because I'm only 55, 45, the Wisconsin's going to be there and I'm 80, 20, the Kansas state's going to be there. I always pick Kansas state. In that scenario, not that I right. necessarily. Think so we have beat so we have one, two, three, and four in the South. Listen, so really, as chalk Obama, as he can be. Because he remember he'd always pick the chalk. Yeah, yeah. but he did well that. But one maybe year. we'll go wild. In all right, okay. 16. Maybe we'll just have all the four seeds make the. Well, we can't go that wild because it, it, so far we have one, two, four, six, one, two, I mean, four, six, one, two, three, four. Wild. All right, let's get to the Midwest. Uh, North Carolina over Iona. You everybody's picking Utah State over Washington. Yeah, by the way, right? Iona. Utah State's a high so team. Iona, um, their coach Tim Clues. This is how stupid people are. A guy like Shaka Smart, and Shaka Smart's a good coach, but like the guy who has the big tournament wins two or three games and gets a huge job, right? And when no one had heard of yeah. him three weeks earlier. Like that Florida Gulf Coast guy who took his hot wife to L.A. and hasn't been heard of since. Well, Iona always has like a 15 or 16 seed, but Tim Kluse always gets them in the tournament, even when they have bad teams. He's an incredible coach. He's like one of the only things Frances has ever been right about. I remember listening when they hired him, and I think he's friends with his brother. And he's like, you don't, you see, he's going to be amazing. I'm like, yeah, he'll be fired in like a year. He's incredible. Like, yeah. every team in the country should hire him. He's like the best basketball coach. He's never going to win a tournament game because he's always a 25-point underdog. And they once blew like okay. a 30-point lead in the play-in game. All right. Okay, enough about Iona. So Utah State, Washington, are you picking Utah State yeah, like Utah everyone State. else? Yeah, Utah State is real good. Okay. Yeah, again, I just love how we have such opinions. Name me a player on Utah State. I'll name you five. Well, you're looking at them. <laughs> I'll name you all, right. I'll name Auburn, you all the scrubs. <laughs> Auburn, New Mexico State. Um, do you see any 5-12 upset happening here or no? No, I really don't like New Mexico State. They come the whack now. Speaking of conferences that have fallen on hard times and, and like sort of high mid-majors, you know who the other teams in the whack are? It, they're literally like online universities at this point. Like it's not... <laughs> it is a, the Mexico State, they go 500 in pre-conference play or below, and then they go 18-0 in the conference. So I think that's literally what they oh, do. Oh, they're 30-4, and four, so they couldn't have been below unless they played seven uh, non-conference uh, games. I was thinking of last year. I think they were like 25-8 and eight in, the, in yeah. the tournament. They okay. it literally like Grand Canyon, which is not a real school, I think. It's like, it's like <laughs> University of Phoenix's like little sister is... The yeah. two seed. By the way, you're right. So when I finished my uh, my all college NBA 
rosters a couple weeks ago. I then went and made all conference teams. But the problem is I was basically on current conferences, not sort of the historical yes. conferences. And you're right. Some of these conferences, I never heard of these schools. I was like, how is this school in a, in like a, in a conference with a major school that I've literally never Because they all have a tournament bid. So like, you know, there's like yeah. gaming the system. Basically, once the big conferences expanded to 14-16, they just left like the complete dregs for every other conference. Correct. Now, now let's just, if you want to make a case for New Mexico State like doing something in this tournament, they did beat a tournament team. They're in the playoff game, but they, they beat North Dakota State badly. They lost to St. Mary's. <laughs> I mean, North Dakota State's the worst team in this whole conference. Right. So. They lost to St. Mary's. They lost to Kansas by three on the road. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Then they have losses to Drake and California Baptist. And then since then, they started conference play, and they've been beating Seattle, Utah Valley, Chicago State, which is the team Mark Titus tried to become the head coach of, and he should have because they went like 0-100 and, and lost every game by 40. Uh, Utah Valley almost made it. CSU Bakerfield. They're literally in February playing a D two a D two team. Like they, the Kangaroos of uh, Missouri Kansas City, are in their are in their division. Like they, you don't understand. Like they haven't played a like a, a like even a mid major caliber team. Okay, so Auburn's gonna run them out of the gym, and then Kansas Northeastern. Yeah. Uh, Kansas. Okay, this is not a, this is not your grandma's Kansas team, but they're they're gonna be. Yeah. Well, of course not. It's a four seed. All right, and then Kansas against Auburn. I think we take Auburn there. I, I do like Auburn. I'm not that down on Kansas. Like Lawson is really good. Um, I don't love. I don't love the guards. All right, and whatever. By the way, UNC's over Utah State, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we got UNC a one seed, Auburn a five seed, and then who's joining them in the Sweet Sixteen? Iowa State against Ohio State. It's always annoyed me, by the way, that Iowa and Iowa State are in you know ones in the yeah, Big Ten, ones in the Big be, Twelve. They should make a uh, you know they should just agree to be in the same. I think yeah, it'd be more like Michigan and Michigan State or same conference. Well, why? Yeah, most state, you know, Michigan and Michigan State do that. But I mean, also, like Ohio State's, State's in the Big Ten and Ohio's in the MAC. You know. Well, yeah, but Ohio is not a major. Like Ohio is not a major school. It's weird for there to be two. Sometimes the states don't the, matter. Like Texas is a Big Twelve team, but Texas State is like plays with like Georgia State in in like a really crappy conference. Yeah, but there's a million other big schools in Texas. How come some so, schools? There's I mean, I guess Florida and Florida State have always. I was going to say there's no New York State, but always, I guess if you so. flip it, State of New York, there's like seven of those schools. Right. Yeah, but they all stink. All, all right, so I- Iowa State versus Ohio State. So, again, Ohio State hasn't been good since, like, November. Uh, so, in terms of talent, they're, they're really probably as good like as Iowa State, right? They're really not a team. Like, there is the bottom. Yeah, not, the, all the they had a terrible season. did not need to be in this tournament at all. That doesn't mean, like, one of them won't make the Elite Eight. It just means they didn't deserve it from their body work. I like Ohio. I like Iowa. Well, State and I think it's on, I think they should have put Belmont and Temple in the actual tournament and made these garbage teams like Ohio yeah, State I'm, and I'm Arizona. With you. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I have Iowa. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, all right. So, We're Iowa State. State. Yeah, okay. Uh, Houston, Georgia State. Uh, again, I know nothing about Houston except that they won 31 games and they have three NBA Hall of Famers. Uh, and yeah, so, they're all guards. Uh, the, the top five scorers are guards. Yeah. Well, that's good because again, that team needs guards because that their their NBA veteran team is made up of all big guys. So yes, yes they will. add. I don't know if they're going to make the end. Jared Jerome put Clyde Drexler at the point, I but uh, I had Clyde Drexler. Players, to be honest. Yeah. All right. Uh, Wofford against Seton team Hall. Is a junior. Every single guy on their team has a junior. On the By the way, Seton Hall, another uh, client of mine. By the way, I guess I'm rooting for Seton Hall to face Syracuse. Uh, I believe it's UC Irvine. Who we already discussed. Do you know that uh, a Karan Butler? Has a kid in the tournament already? Doesn't that make you feel old? Yeah, that's crazy. He retired from the NBA in like 2013. Yeah, now he started. He like he he had some legal trouble in his early. So he was like a very old college basketball player, which is why he was so good. Oh, but still, okay. That is that makes me feel old. Uh, yeah. 
All right, uh, Wofford, Seton Hall. Who are you picking here? I really like Wofford, but Seton Hall's looked awesome the last few weeks. Oh, good. I'm rooting for my client. Seton Hall, they, good. They look really Upset. Good, but and Wofford uh, is a good team too. All right. Uh, can Seton Hall beat Kentucky? Who beats oh, Abilene Christian? Can. They're not going to. But they- oh, oh wait. Well, ugh, I thought we were going to pick. No, okay, so no, we can- literally. So our, uh, the highest seed that we have in the entire Sweet 16 is a six seed. Are you really saying that? That, might that happen. That's what the 32 fans. This 32 fans broad, uh, uh, bracket sucks. Well, let's see. So, we're gonna, so does let's this get podcast. Wild. Now we'll get wild. All right. Wait. So, okay. So we're picking Kentucky. And then who are we picking between Iowa State and uh, Houston? Houston. Okay. So we have a 1, 2, 4, 6, a 1, 2, 4, 6, a 1, 2, 3, 4, and a 1, 2, 3, 5. Listen, the top teams okay, are so, real good. Uh, all right. So, so let's move quickly here because this podcast has been way too long. All right. So Duke against Virginia Tech. Yeah, Duke. It'll be close, but Duke. Oh, okay. And then Maryland against Michigan State. Michigan State. All right, and then Duke against Michigan State. If we really wanted a zag, we could pick Michigan State, but that's not. That's I'm not doing. That. Uh, so let's get wild, he said, and then he picked all favorites again. Okay. <laughs> all right, Gonzaga against Florida State. Uh. I mean, Gonzaga's not making the Final Four, so who are they? Gonzaga's the best offense in the country. Like Gonzaga's a really good team. All right, so they're going to be Florida yeah, State. They're going to be Florida State. Sorry. All right, and then Buffalo against Michigan. Michigan. All right, <laughs> you said let's go wild. Right, maybe I'm <laughs> a single we'll wild. All right, okay, so Gonzaga we'll against. Okay, Gonzaga against uh, Michigan. Let's pick Michigan. Oh, so Michigan goes now to the Final like Four them, after I said I they think, had no ceiling. I think this is a good right. spot for them. I think they could make it. With okay, so Duke and Michigan in the Final yep. Four. Maybe I'll go with Dr. Jen back to Minneapolis for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, now let's jump you to the South. You like we Michigan, have. She's a fan of the lacrosse team. Yeah, Virginia against Kansas State. Um, Virginia versus Kansas State. Uh, Virginia. All right, Purdue, Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, and then uh, <laughs> chalk, 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 and then Virginia against Tennessee. See, this is interesting. I think we should discuss this. Who uh, like who do you like here? I, I I have Virginia. I don't have Virginia or Gonzaga or North. In fact, I think the only ones that I have in the Final Four is Duke. What if so. we have the winner of this game win the whole tournament? That could be wild. I have Tennessee going to the championship, I yeah, think. Yeah, so let's have Tennessee. I'm not let's, let's, so Tennessee's losses, overtime against Kansas, totally respectable. Okay. Overtime against loss. LSU, incredibly respectable. Good, great loss. Four-point yeah. loss to Auburn. and then Good loss. At home or on the road? Uh, the Auburn loss was on the road. Four po- and Auburn's a really okay. good team. Who cares? It doesn't matter. You could lose yeah. four. Yeah, that's a good loss. Uh, and then by 20 to Auburn, but it was uh, it was day three of the of the conference championship. So it was their third game in a row. After having beat that's only four losses. What's the fifth one? They have What's their fifth five loss? Five losses. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we have Tennessee in the final four. So we have Duke, Michigan, and Tennessee. And who will join them? It's North Carolina against Auburn. Uh, North Carolina. All right, and then no, we have North Carolina, Houston. And Kentucky in the in the Elite Eight. Okay, okay, fine. So and then North Carolina, so North Carolina, Kentucky. That's a good. That game. is an amazing game. I like Kentucky. Yeah. I like Kentucky, Tennessee, an SEC Final Four game. Okay, so we have three two seeds yeah, in the Final we Four. All right, so that's we went buck wild. Well, I don't know if you call that wild, but all right, so it's Duke and the two seeds. Yeah, but that I, will I, be the theme I don't the want to pick Duke to win, but they have to be Michigan. They're just better than Michigan. Yeah, and then, all right, so do we have Tennessee or do we have Kentucky? Yeah, I, that's a good question. So they played like 17 times already this year. <laughs> um, what are the results? Kentucky won by 17 in Kentucky. 
Uh, then Tennessee won by 19 at home, and then they played. I tend to throw out the conference tournament games. Second game, second night in a row, you're not going to see that in the tournament. It was a close game. Tennessee won and was gassed and got destroyed, like we just said, the next night to Auburn. All right, so Tennessee won two out of three. I think Who's Tennessee. winning Let's the have uh, fourth game? All right, so that's what I picked in my bracket. So we have Duke against Tennessee in the championship, and then Duke wins by 30, and it's boring. No, let's pick Tennessee. It's, to be it's the crowning of Zion. Oh, so this is a pro-Tennessee podcast. We have the Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, because I think winning the national this is championship. my whole thesis statement. If you're in a pool with 100 people. And you're pick, yeah, yeah, got it. You're there's only no going to have two or three people pick Tennessee to win. Yeah. And 40 that are going to pick Duke, even though, again, they should not you know, be. Okay, fine. So we're now, picking however, Tennessee. But we're, this is, the this argument, is a hypothetical bracket with zero. The people. argument against Tennessee is that they have the most underperforming, you know, NCAA tournament head coach in the history of college basketball. One fi- Rick Barnes, one Final Four, a losing record in the in the NCAA tournament. Um, listen to his. I mean, like, could dude could make the Sweet Sixteen with Kevin Durant? Yeah. Listen to his. Ideal. Listen to his run. Uh, round the 32, round the 64, round the 32, round the 64, CBI, round the 32, round the 64, missed the tournament, missed the tournament, round the 32. That's his reason. That's his recent work since he made the Elite Eight in 08. But to be fair, it's not like he was at major schools. <laughs> right, just the biggest school in the country and now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, May yeah. And he made, the, um, he made the Final Four, so he made the Final Four in 03. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be year uh, 11 without having gone to the Sweet 16 for Rick Barnes. All right, Keith. Good luck. Enjoy your uh, favorite time of the year. Uh, yeah, it, that, that it's such. It's I'm overwhelmed by by that Thursday so much. I don't want to think about it. And it's busy season for me, you know. Yeah. But for you, it's great because Perm is like over. Yeah, that, it's a bed, little different. Just as the action. But I also down. can't drink. Yeah. Why? Because I, I got too much to focus on. Like I'm not going to oh, drink at all. Oh, you have to be. Well, why? Well, you don't drink at I all. Don't, anyway, I mean, except so. on Perm, but I'm not going to drink. Because you need to be focused. I need to like yeah, because I'd fall asleep. Alcohol makes me sleepy, and it's the last day of the year I would want to sleep. I would want caffeine. Yeah. All right. Well, so drink, uh, drink some Irish coffee or something. Mix your uppers and your downers. Yeah. Um, and I don't like alcohol anyway. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we'll be talking again shortly for another podcast, another bracket related podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excited about that. Uh, excited for the tournament. Um, oh, how about this? Of the thirty-two games, what are you most other than the Minnesota game? Which of the 32 are you most excited for in round one? Well, I mean, it's obviously it's going to be the Murray State Marquette game. Murray State Marquette, also Villanova St. Mary's, I think will be a lot of fun. I got yeah. that pencil there. Like Mike Francis says, take out your pencil and circle. He says, at 3 o'clock every NFL Sunday, write down the scores and see how much they change from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. <laughs> That's his big advice. That's why they call it the Witching Hour. Indeed. All right, Keith, I will talk to you shortly for our... our uh TV show theme show podcast. Bye bye. Bye. It's a turnaround jump shot. It's everybody jump started. Every generation throws a hero up the pop charts. Medicine is magical and magical is art. The boy in the bubble and the baby with the battle in heart. And I believe these are days. Lasers in the jungle. Lasers in the jungle somewhere. Staccato signals of constant information. A loose affiliation of millionaires and billionaires and babies. These are the days of miracle and wonder. This is a long distance call. The way the camera follows us in slow mo. The way we look to us all. Oh yeah. The way 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.